Hey, eavesdroppers. Welcome to Flapping Our Lips. We're just three sisters talking about random things. And we invite you to eavesdrop on today's conversation. So today we're going to talk about happiness. And would you sacrifice your happiness for the sake of your friends or family? So I have a friend who recently, um, her daughter got married and she spent a lot of time and energy and the, and the wedding was planned in a very short period of time. I think it was done in about six months. And she helped her daughter who lives on um, another coast in another state, helped her plan her wedding, pay for the wedding, along with the groom's mother. Um, they kind of took the lead on planning. And then at the day of the wedding or time right before the wedding really supported her daughter trying to order, go out to visit, make sure everything was okay, ask people for help and support. And the day of the wedding comes. And that day of the wedding, she has my friend has siblings who she thought was going to support her through the process, which also included helping their um, mother who is sick at this particular point in time, help her get dressed and prepared for the wedding. And so that she could be helpful to her daughter, she was going to be um, the officiant along with the groom's mother of the wedding and just enjoy the day that for her only daughter, um, enjoy the day and really be a part of the festivities. Well, that didn't go as planned. None of her siblings really helped her in the way that she thought that they had agreed to. She wound up helping, um, having to care for help, transport her mother, get her own self ready to the venue, um, and was about an hour late. And then during the course of the venue of the, of the ceremony and or the reception, she was around trying to make sure everything was correct. And I even said to her during the wedding, like, you don't get this time back. You got to really enjoy it. She's like, Oh, but you know, really nobody else is stepping up and to do it. And I think maybe in part, she may have asked, but not sure if she did explicitly say, hey, I need you to do this. She might have just assumed that they would because it's their mother too and it's her daughter's wedding. So you would assume that these people would kind of step up and support you. However, that didn't happen. So not only did she arrive late, started the wedding, but she also had to leave early then because her mom wasn't feeling well. And subsequently she was the person who had to who she elected herself to take her mother back to the hotel so that she could be more comfortable. And meanwhile, the other family members were partying and drinking and dancing the night away, enjoying the festivities. And in that case, she was upset. Her feelings were hurt. She really didn't get to enjoy the wedding as she wanted to. And I really feel like she sacrificed her happiness. and. In part, I told her I would have carted my mother in the back of the car and dropped her off at the first sibling that was, boop, you didn't answer your phone. Oh, I'm going to find you because I know where you're at. Drop my mother off and then go and take care of the things I had to do for the ceremony and for the reception. So in that case, she did sacrifice her happiness. And I think maybe for me, sometimes I might, you know, if it's a... I wasn't planning on maybe, let's say, going to visit our own parents. Maybe there's something that they need this particular day. And my plan was to roll over, 
do 50 million thousand things and chores that I probably don't really need to do or whatever I had to do. I had to change my plans. Would I sacrifice that? Yes. In that instance, I absolutely would. But there are other times when I would be like, no, I'm not available and I won't be doing it because I don't feel like it. And I need my mental health (laughs) to be in check. Um, So I think it's situational, but in that situation, y'all would have received either of our parents in a nice clean package at wherever you was at. And I would have been uh, burning rubber to do whatever I had to do. So, I mean, in listening to that story, there's so many levels, there's so many levels to try to like understand, like what is your relationship with your siblings? Like, you know, was, was, is your relationship with your siblings one where, you know, you could just be, you know, straight no chaser with them and tell them like, you know, hey, what is going on here? You know that this is my daughter's wedding and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, as you said, you're not sure if she was very explicit with them about what their responsibilities towards the mom was for that day, what her expectations were from them for that day. Um, and so... And, you know, and then also we got, to you know, the personality of the person. I mean, I am, my personality is one of, um, I don't like conflict on a, a, as a rule. I don't like conflict. It makes me very uncomfortable. So if she's also a type of person that is very conflict averse, um, she may not have wanted to confront them eat and sacrifice her happiness um, because she's conflict averse. So there's just like so many things that's part of that story that we don't even know yet. Um, well, I don't think she's conflict averse. I think she is trying to avoid a confrontation, her response to the confrontation. So she's trying to control her anger and saying, instead of me getting to the point where I may want to punch you in your face and use physical violence, I'm going to just take care of the situation and, and, you know, deescalate and just say, I'll do it. Right. But that's not really the accurate way that, cause you're still feeling upset and hurt while everybody's going on their merry way. So I think that she's rationalized in her head that this is the best way to go. This is the best approach when it could have been, uh, mommy's cold. Mm-hmm. And then you go about your business, you know, you tell your sibling, <laughs> you head back to the yeah, party. Just, yeah, and, you know, you just leave rough. that opening with somebody else. Yeah, yeah I think this is a... Every time you think about it, you're going to get mad. Yeah, I think this is a little bit of a... So I, I think it is situational, um, whether you sacrifice, you know, enjoying yourself uh, to allow someone else to um, enjoy their day or, or enjoy their time. Um, but I also think this is a little bit of you have not cause you ask not, and it doesn't have to be a confrontation. If at some point you had said, listen, guys, I need your help. I would like to enjoy my daughter's wedding today. And here's how I would appreciate you helping with mom. And now we could be mad if even after me doing that, you still over there prancing around and drinking the liquor and you're disregarding it. I could be mad then, but if I didn't take that step to say, hey, I, I really could use your help. Sometimes we expect people to be intuitive about it. 
And that's not always the case. People need you to say outright, this is what I would like for you to do. Now, I, I, I think we've all had our own history of being at family functions where uh, we there uh, getting the food together, uh, dishing out food with you come in your finery and next thing you know, you in an apron and your cousin's sitting around looking like princesses at the event. We have all had that experience. And, you know, I do that willingly in most cases and I can't be mad or I will do it up to a certain point And then I'm like, okay, the apron's coming off. I don't know who's cleaning up this mess, but it ain't me. I have done my part. Uh, to contribute to this. Uh, So usually I do have a line that I will be like, hey, this is what I'm going to agree to do. Um, But at some point, all the rest of you princesses, y'all need to get up and do your part too. Um, You know, that's just how it is. I definitely have to agree with what you said. I think it was about communication and, and, and in part not thinking that you know what the response is going to be. Right. And so sometimes maybe there is a situation if, you know, your your parent is ill and they're not well and somebody else, like one of the siblings is taking the primary role as caretaker and the other siblings may be playing a secondary role. They may feel like obligated. Oh, I have, you know, oh, well, I, I really don't want to ask you because you're already doing a lot. You know, it's just one day. So right. you can't make that assumption that and they're always, they were helping, one or two were helping in a different way or the way they can. Um, I think you can't make the assumption assumption of what someone's response is going to be. And I think that maybe even in part that this was done, like you just don't want to be a burden or somebody's got to do it, so I'm going to do it. And communication is key, just to your point, that you have to establish who is going to do it. And if somebody is not volunteering, then... I would, you know, be respectfully declining and saying, by, by default, you know, this is my event and I'm, I, I, y'all figure it out. And I have to go on to taking care of what I need to take care of. And I don't, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah. And, you know, quite honestly, um, one of the, most people are not, if you come to them and say, Hey, I need your help very few people are going to be like, no, no girl, I can't help you. I mean, if it's something unimportant, yeah, sure. But if it's something really important, most people are going to try to, to, to help you with whatever, uh, you need. So I remember I had a conversation with our, our dear aunt and I said, uh, I asked her if her, her partner was helping her with something. And she, she said to me, uh, no, you know, he can't do that. Uh, I do that around here. I said, but can he do it? She said, yeah, he probably can. But, uh, but you know, I don't want to ask him. I said, why not? You're not going to get any help if you do not ask. And he's just going to assume that you're fine with it. And that was just her philosophy. She had to do the cooking, the cleaning, the this and the that. And... Our dear uncle was just not, you know, she didn't want to ask him to help. Sometimes you just got to ask. And un- unless you do, then you wind up in this position where you bear in the brunt of it uh, because the person was not clairvoyant and understood that there's something that they could be doing to help you out. Yeah. I, and I agree with that. Point. I think that based on um, 
being intuitive, you can't, everyone doesn't think like you. I think people make a lot of assumptions that everyone thinks the same way we all think. I'm like, somebody's, everybody is not the king or the queen. Somebody's got to be the fool and the court jester. And so you have to help each other understand and be clear. And in that case, it goes back to what you said. Nobody's clairvoyant. I mean, I, I probably have a good sense of critical thinking and um, deduction, but everybody doesn't have that. So I, I can't, and you can't make that assumption. I'm yeah, sorry. And to your point, I think um, it's a it's your parent. It's your parent. It's not, you know, a stranger. And even if it was a stranger, but in this case, it's a parent. It's a parent to each of you. And um, I, I think that if the person had gone and said, you know, I need you to help with mom, you understand mom's situation, you understand my role today, you understand I really need your help with mom, um, I think that I would hope that the, the siblings involved would have been like, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. I didn't realize you needed, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking or whatever the response is. And I think particularly because it was a parent, it was your mother, um, had had you asked, you would have probably had um, a different experience for the day. Yep. So well, uh, I, I think the important thing that I'm taking away from this is you got to advocate for yourself to protect your peace and not have to uh, say at the end of the day, ah, I did not enjoy myself. Yes, absolutely. So um, definitely things to think about when it comes to sacrificing happiness and, and, and learning that we must ask. We have not because we ask not. Thanks for eavesdropping with us today. New episodes drop weekly. To share your comments, say hi, recommend topics, or ask for advice, reach us at flapyolips at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-P-Y-O-L-I-P-S at gmail.com.